thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. It's time to kick your shoes off, put your heels up, and listen to how to live your best barefoot lifestyle with your host, the barefoot podiatrist, Paul Thompson. Hello and welcome back to the Barefoot Movement Podcast. My name is Paul Thompson, the Barefoot Podiatrist. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that's really front of mind at the moment, which is telehealth. Now, with this coronavirus uh, sweeping the world and affecting everybody in different ways and causing a lot of people to be restricted from their normal activities or even locked down, it's forcing us to find different ways to interact with our clients and for health practitioners to still be able to give advice and care to people who might not be able to get out and about at this point in time. We're also finding for health practitioners, you know, we're being advised that where possible, we reduce our face-to-face contact with clients to obviously uh, help protect more people and to protect ourselves and our staff. So, telehealth um, has really uh, kind of boomed, I guess, in the last uh, few weeks. And I'm getting a lot of people who are reaching out to me and asking, um, well, for one, whether I do telehealth. Um, other people asking, you know, if I know what it is, um, if it's for them. So, there's kind of a lot of people that seem a little bit uncertain and unsure about, you know, what this telehealth is and whether it's for them and and can you really be helped uh, via telehealth. So, you know, what is telehealth? So, telehealth is basically a way of, you know, me interacting with you without you seeing me in my clinic. It's as simple as that. So, that can be via a telephone call. Uh, It can be via um, video and audio. So, something like Skype or FaceTime um, or there's lots of other numerous uh, like programs now that can help facilitate this. But yeah, it's basically any type of way that we can connect without being in the same room. And look, I've been doing telehealth for... A number of years now. So it started for me um, via Instagram. I had more and more people asking me if I could see them and help them um, who didn't live in Australia. And at that point, I didn't really know many other practitioners around the world. So yeah, well, I gave it a go, and and I found that I could get you know as good a result, if not better via telehealth you know i've always referred to it more as like a a virtual consult but yeah the the buzzword right now is telehealth so if you've seen me advertising virtual consults before it's basically just telehealth so who is telehealth for in my world the podiatry world it's basically more for like your uh, muscle bone you know joint sort of pains so anything that's more biomechanical related so, arch pain, um, Achilles pain, even things like um, bunion uh, pain, knee pain, hip pain, back pain, 
all these types of things I've helped in the past via telehealth and I find we can get, like I said before, just as good a result um, via telehealth as when someone's in front of me. Now, for other practitioners um, in different health modalities, I can't really speak on their behalf as to what you know telehealth is going to be for them. But in podiatry, I find it's more that type of uh, injury or pain that tends to work well with telehealth. Things like ingrown toenails, uh, corns, callus, um, you know, anything that needs to be essentially cut out or worked on um, is really hard, obviously, to do over telehealth. So they're the sorts of people um, that I am still seeing in my clinic. So anyone high risk that, you know, if we don't cut out that ingrown toenail or whatever it might be that could lead to an infection um, and that person may end up in hospital and being, you know, a further burden on the hospital right now and we don't need that. So so clinically, we're still treating uh, that type of patient, anything that's physically um, there. Like, you know, we can see there's something there and it's causing pain that needs to be removed. Then we're, we can see those people... Um, in the clinic, but for most other things, telehealth works really well. So, for parents wanting advice on how their child's walking, shoe advice, um, like I said, those different types of muscle, joint, bone aches, um, all those types of things work well and fine over telehealth. And the reason I said before that I feel like sometimes I can do better over telehealth than in the clinic is that it takes some of the expectation away for me to just magically fix whatever the issue is with my hands, okay? Now, we've been conditioned over a long period of time that if we have something sore, to say my, I've got some heel pain, which is quite common for something that I would see. So, someone comes in with heel pain, um, they don't know much about what I do potentially, they just know I'm a podiatrist and then I can help heal their pain. So, their expectation quite often is that I'm going to work on that heel pain, fix the heel pain and help them with that, which when we're in clinic, we kind of need to do because we need to meet the patient um, halfway. But over Skype, obviously, <laughs> I'm not, I can't, physically, you know, dry needle and mobilize and um, massage and, and do all these things that are going to help relieve symptoms immediately. We can still offer suggestions and stretches and um, guide you to help you reduce that pain um, just as quick. But that expectation is gone for me to do the hands-on work over Skype. Now, you might be thinking, well, that doesn't sound all that good. But what we need to remember is with a lot of these muscle aches and uh, joint aches, the issue is not the pain, okay? So that pain, that heel pain, sure, it's a problem for you right now because it's sore. And like I said, through education and guidance and appropriate um, stretches and exercises, we can help reduce that symptom anyway. But the real issue 
99.9% of the time isn't the heel pain. It's the way you're moving. So you've been moving incorrectly or you've had the wrong shoes that's forced you to compensate and move you know, the wrong way as well. So it's that dysfunction in your movement that leads to overuse and then these symptoms pop up like heel pain or Achilles pain or whatever it might be. It's because that part of the body is being overused and overloaded and eventually starts to tell you that it's sore. But like I just said, it's normally not so much like the heel that's the actual issue. It's the way you're actually moving around the heel that's causing the heel to be painful. Does that make sense? So why I find Skype works really well is I can give you that advice on how to reduce the symptoms. And typically, people around the world that I'm treating on Skype, I can send them to their local practitioner if they want a bit of extra help to speed up that symptom relief. Um, Quite often, I find people don't take me up on, on that anyway. They find just doing the appropriate stretches and exercises to reduce those symptoms or we can offer certain ideas on padding and, and things to help um, reduce the symptoms. But people, once they realize what the dysfunction is, seem really happy and it makes more sense then. Like as soon as that light bulb turns on and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I can see that I'm not using my hip properly or, you know, my my ankle's not um, bending as well as it could and it's forcing me to roll my arch in and that's why my heel's getting sore because that plantar fascia is just being stretched and overloaded. Like as soon as you can point that out, switch that light bulb on, the person can see what's happening, then all of a sudden, you know, that symptom kind of reduces anyway because it's not a major fear anymore. You're not worried that you've torn something or broken something. So quite often the pain reduces as soon as you understand that it's not going to kill you. Then the person can focus on fixing that dysfunction and moving better, which tends to lead to the symptom relief anyway, but it puts you in better position so you're not going to get the symptoms come back later on because quite often what will happen if we just treat the symptom and do nothing else, you might be fine for a while, but eventually... What normally happens is that pain will come back there or somewhere else down the track because we still haven't fixed that underlying dysfunction. So with Skype, I find I can really focus more of that consult time on assessing and diagnosing the underlying dysfunctions, which means we can spend more time explaining and showing the corrective exercises I want done, I can watch you know you do those exercises because we have more time, right? Where in the clinic, I find we, we suck up a lot of time um, with people wanting me to do some physical work on them, which is fine. Like there's no right or wrong, like both work. But I do find, like for, from my point of view, I find um, being able to spend more time explaining and showing the exercises I want done and, and empowering you more. So it becomes less about me fixing you and more about you healing yourself and understanding what needs to be done to get this pain under control and also to get you moving as naturally and efficiently as you can. 
So I find the Skype consults can be quite empowering in that way um, because the emphasis goes more into you helping to heal yourself. You become part of the treatment plan, which is really cool rather than just, you know, me trying to fix the symptoms and then when it comes back, you're like, oh, it's coming again. Why is this keep coming back and not understanding the actual problem? But when you understand the, the, the problem, it's them putting your hands. You know, you can do what you want with that information and if it pops up down the track, you know, you'd be like, oh, I need to check that ankle again. Is it Has it jammed up again? Oh, damn, I haven't been working on it and that pain's come back. Cool. You know what you need to do. You don't need to, you know, necessarily go and see someone about it because you understand the mechanism of why this injury is occurring. Now, things like ankle sprains and stuff are slightly different. So if there is an injury that happens, you know, you slip off the gutter and twist your ankle, that's a little bit different. So the injuries I'm talking about that tend to work really well over telehealth are these ones that kind of these niggly, nagging pains that, you know, you don't really remember what started them. You know, it might have been a change in shoes, change in exercise. Um, you may have just woke up one morning and just sort of felt a little bit niggly in the heel and then over the course of days or weeks, you know, it's virtually crippling you. You know, those type of pains those chronic sort of ones that you don't really remember how it started, they're the ones that, you know, normally work pretty well um, over telehealth. It's the ones where you you kick and stub your big toe, um, you know, potentially broken something or sprained something. That's a little different. We can still give advice um, over telehealth, but sometimes those more acute injuries still need some hands-on uh, care or splinting um, but yeah but if you're not sure whether it's with myself or with another provider you know just reach out like with these crazy times right now everyone's really understanding and trying to band together to to help you know as a global community so if you're not sure whether you know the pain you have or the injury you have can be helped over telehealth just ask the question give the provider a, a call you know speak to their reception speak to the provider if you can um, send an email like I get a lot of emails asking those type of questions or on Instagram it might be hey you know I've broken this can can I book a consult online with you and can you help you know and then I can sort of ask a few questions back and work out well you know what is it you want <laughs> help with because I can't if it's something broken then you know, I can give a bit of advice, but if it requires me to do something physically, then, you know, you're going to be pretty upfront about that and, you know, point you in the best direction. So, whether it's with me, whether it's with someone else, if you're not sure whether telehealth's for you, just ask the question. Let them know what your pain is, um, you know, and then you can also get a better expectation of what it is that you you know are likely to get from from that consult, and as things return to normal, you know I hope that people still take up some telehealth uh, consults. You know at the moment we're sort of forced to, but there are certain people and situations where telehealth still works really really well, and you can get more accountability over telehealth, um, which I really really like. So, how does it work now? 
that's the other question I'm constantly getting. So it's like, well, cool. You know, I'm happy to have a telehealth consult. This sounds like, you know, I want to get to the bottom of this dysfunction, but how could you possibly, you know, know what's wrong with me over Skype? Now, in my field, I need video, all right? Some practitioners, like some of the doctors here at the moment, are doing phone consults, and that works well for them because they're they're after more um, verbal information to help diagnose your symptoms and then, you know, work out the appropriate course of action. But then also in their situation, if they need to see something, I'm sure they'd ask for photos or videos that would come in if it's a, a lesion or something. Now, for me, what I need is video, right? Now, I've been doing this for, what, over 15 years, right? And that's the other thing, you know, with telehealth, for it to work well, you need some experience, right? Because all of a sudden, your hands are taken away. So, we're usually in a, in a consult, you know, I'll be looking at the pain, diagnosing what that is, and the more experience you have, the quicker you can diagnose things um, based on information normally. So, I find now that, you know, pretty much in the first couple of minutes, um, with most cases, people describing the pain, you know, when it occurs, the type of pain, all these different type of questions can really hone me into what the symptom is so we can give the symptom a name but then looking at for the dysfunction you know typically in clinic i used to need to be using my hands to feel the joint range of motion to um, work out how strong the muscles are um, you know different sort of tests that we do where i really rely heavily on feel and hands you know now as a practitioner has more experience, even that you can start to rely less on. You know, it's like anything. The better you get at something and the more experience you have at something, you start seeing these patterns and start to work out pretty quick um, what people need for treatment. And I've found the more I've been doing telehealth, what's changed is my questioning and how resourceful you need to get. Right, so I can now, and I've found in the clinic, it's actually helped me get to, um, you know, a diagnosis and and that a lot quicker than it used to because I've been doing telehealth for so long. Like my clinical skills have improved because I'm not relying on my hands as much now. I now use my hands in the clinic more to just verify what it is I thought well I could see happening. So, the way I can get information is through talking to you. I can get lots of info through like taking a history of how the pain started, yeah, all the types of symptoms, um, you know, your lifestyle. There's so many things that I can get verbally from you that will help me understand, you know, how it is you're moving and, and some of the patterns that I, you know, would I can hear, you know, that are occurring. But then video, where I would once need to, 
be physically feeling for range of motion, I'll now put people through different assessments and tests and talk you through that on the video of the positions I want you to get into. I'll quite often have people make sure they have a ruler with them, like a tape measure, so we can measure um, range of motion in different ways as well, which means I can get all the information I need, so how strong the muscles are, the range of motion that's through different joints. Um, you know, I can watch you do things like squatting, walking. Um, if it's a running type consult, then we'll make sure there's a, a treadmill there. I'll have the people send me through a video of them running prior to the uh, consult. Um, and I find, you know, I like getting people to send me through videos prior to consults anyway of them squatting and walking and a few other different movements because then I can get that sent through in slow-mo, I can get it sent through in normal speed, and I can really pick it apart, which then means in the consult, you know, once I've got some theories on what's happening, I can get you to go through other movements and do different tests to verify that, which then means I'll have just as much info as if you're in front of me with my hands. Now, so that's how I get all the info I need. And then we can talk about, you know, the dysfunction. I can walk you through it, show you what's going on. And then over telehealth, like I said, it falls back on you. So I'll work out the best plan on things like lifestyle. You know, there's something that you're doing that's causing um, like this pain to potentially be there, then we'll look at how we can modify that short-term or long-term depending on what we need to do. Uh, things like shoes, you know, we can talk about that and have education on that. But the main part of telehealth for me is more of an exercise or mobility-based program that I run you through. You do that in front of me on the video so I can see that you understand what you need to do and then I'll send you through those exercises via video as well so you have something like a guide to watch um, to you know make sure your technique's right and listen to the cueing and then I actually use an app uh, for that which has a messaging service so I find the accountability is really good too because if any of those exercises are hurting or you don't understand them, then you can message me through that app so I can work out whether we need to change that exercise, whether you just need some more guidance or modify it. Um, so I find it works really well as far as remaining accountable uh, to the exercises, but also making sure you feel guided and supported through that you know, kind of rehab or corrective exercise or performance-based program that we've set up for you. So, you know, what you can expect from a telehealth call from more of like this podiatry point of view is that we're going to be looking at the underlying dysfunction, trying to correct the biomechanics that are causing the symptoms. So, you should find that you're starting to move better. You know, you'll understand how to walk properly because walking is one of those things we do, you know, five to 10,000 steps a day and every step is causing you 
to move a certain way. And then those patterns become ingrained. So if you're walking and your foot's collapsing and pronating every step, then when you go to squat or lunge or go up some stairs or just sit in and out of a chair, any of these patterns that require your foot to help stabilize the lower limb, if you've trained it every step of the day to walk with a collapsed arch, what are you going to do when you you know, squat or you know anything else? You're more than likely going to collapse that arch, switch the glutes off, and have a really dysfunctional pattern or chain that leads to this further further symptoms. So, trying to correct the biomechanics and working on improving your functional movement is really important, not only for the short-term symptom relief, but for your long-term movement health and joint and muscle health that will also help improve performance. So I also get people that want um, just help with improving their performance for a sport, for instance. Uh, You know, they feel like they're not running as quick as they could or not as agile or just stiffer through joints. And that's the same thing. If we improve the biomechanics, get the joints, everything aligned, then you will move better and more efficiently. So, look, I hope that gives you a bit of an insight into telehealth. Um, Yeah, I find it's a really, really good uh, way of seeing people, especially if you can't see them in the clinic, whether that's due to what's going on at the moment with this pandemic or just location, you know, people out of town or around the country or around the world. It does work really well. Um, And I've seen that happen, you know, over the last uh, number of years. You know, if you have questions about it, feel free to reach out. But I hope this, yeah, does, you know, put your mind at ease. And and for those people who have been asking, you know, I hope this uh, helps answer those questions of whether it's right for you or not. And, you know, I look forward to seeing uh, some of you via telehealth. Um, You know, I know it would really help. Um, It is new. There's a lot of people that, you know, haven't heard of it before. or have never even considered telehealth. So, you know, it's a new concept or newish concept. But look, it does work well. You know, there's nothing to be to be worried about. You, you'll be surprised at how much can get done via like a virtual consult. Um, and I'm sure that's with other modalities as well. So, you know, if, you, if you're a practitioner that you usually see is going to telehealth, you know, support them. You know, this time of with what's going on especially, we want to keep, you know, as many uh, businesses open as possible. But from the health practitioner point of view, we still want to be helping people. You know, that's what we do. It's it's why we signed up to this is to help as many people as we can. So if people are at home in pain or, you know, have certain symptoms, of, you know, whatever, whether it's, um, you know, mental health, whether it's physical health, whether it's your, your doctor, your local doctor, whatever it is, you know, if you can't see them right now but you need to and they're offering telehealth, like give it a go or reach out to them and ask them, you know, what can they expect? Is it for you? Um, because, yeah, I'm sure they, you know, are more than happy to, to work in with everyone right now and, and put your minds at ease, but yeah, telehealth is available. 
Um, here in Australia, they're actually adding some uh, health fund rebates now via telehealth, um, Medicare for certain people, and Department of Veteran Affairs have certain telehealth codes. So the government's even jumping on board with rebates around telehealth now, which is really cool. But yeah, I just really encourage everyone to to consider telehealth. Um, yeah, because you know I know it will. You will get something from it, um, even if it's just some education on your current condition uh, and how to you know how for you to best uh, treat that. But yeah, if you want to book in a, a telehealth or you know virtual consult with me, feel free to jump on uh, thebarefootmovement.com.au. Uh, you can book online consults there. Um, yeah, and like I said, we'll you know get some videos sent through. We'll watch how you move, give you the exercises you need to correct your biomechanical situation, and um, and go from there. But thanks again for listening in. I hope everyone stays super safe uh, through this time, and. You know, if you're in an area where you should be staying home like here, then please stay home. Uh, it's for the greater good, but we will get through this. I'm sure we'll bounce back, you know, way stronger and more connected than ever. But for right now, yeah, just stay safe, everyone. And I'll uh, have a chat to you guys in the next couple of weeks. Take care. Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.